0: Glory to God. Y'all happy tonight? We have peace, joy, in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, next week we have the our big event going on, and I just want to remind you that uh, I will only really be ministering to. You, the congregation, the first service. So we all need to be in the first service at 9.30, okay? Boy, that makes a long day. Well, we're going to put you to work during the second service. And, you know, they will be uh, setting up tables outside. We're going to have a, a a great outreach, and uh, it's going to be wonderful. We're going to have an opportunity to, to work together. Amen? Amen. If we're all on board, it'll be easy, it'll be successful, and God will get the glory. Amen? But try to get here, and also, uh, those of you that come on a regular basis, if you could park across the street, we'd appreciate that, uh, so that we can uh, have room for our visitors, our guests, amen, to, uh, to park. Hallelujah. But that's okay, right? Give and it shall be given unto you. That means you'll get a good parking spot next week, or the week after praise the Lord. It's good. God's good all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to uh, minister on the subject of healing tonight. Glory to God. Uh, There's so many ways that we could go with this. God's will is healing. Hallelujah. That's a boring background, guys just kidding you (laughs) can we work some Holy Ghost magic huh we're going to do that Pastor Judy has such awesome backgrounds well they have to hear from the Holy Ghost (laughs) it's okay we have a little bit of fun right amen Hallelujah. God, we just give you praise. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for wisdom and understanding tonight, clarity as far as the subject of divine healing goes. Hallelujah. Because it's not your will that the congregation, that your body, uh, believers, have illnesses and sickness. It's of the devil. And Father, we thank you for your healing power, your healing and anointing tonight. God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There was a a man that uh, had a great healing ministry by the name of F.F. Bosworth. And he made this statement that faith comes when the will of God is known. Faith for healing. And that's like anything else prosperity. We've got to know what God's will is concerning divine healing. Now there's a divide in, in Christianity concerning divine healing that uh, sometimes God heals sometimes he doesn't heal and uh, you know there, there are a lot of uh, areas that we go to as far as what's being taught Paul's, for thorn in the flesh and and other things that that man has used as an excuse for not seeing healing take place but remember faith is released faith comes by hearing and hearing by the will uh, by the word of God hearing and hearing by the word of God and uh, it's so important for us to understand that hallelujah I see they have a better thing up here amen that's awesome guys glory to God (laughs) it is Olivia was working on it actually she was bowing down praying on the computer doing it back there when I came on stage hallelujah thank you Lord praise the Lord all right let's talk about the origin of sickness and disease and most of you will say oh that's easy but you can't believe how many people get God and the devil mixed up as far as the good things and the bad things hallelujah see Adam's sin was not God's will neither the result of Adam's sin how many of you know that uh, we were put here on the earth before Adam and Eve fell that we had eternal life that mankind was made to live forever hallelujah in fact there was a fellow by the name of Methuselah in the Old Testament lived 782 years think about that so you know people if you've read the Old Testament the Old Covenant you understand that people live longer hundreds of years where today uh, we're giving 70 years or 120 years and you can live pretty much as long as you desire to live amen praise the Lord God says he'll give us long life and many days and we need to believe God for that praise the Lord All right. so a lot of a lot of Christians, they put the blame on God when He has really nothing to do. How many of you have always heard that, oh, that was an act of God? Have you heard that? When there's a hurricane, when there's a tornado, when so you know, well, we can't, insurance can't cover that because it was an act of God. Oh, what a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> See, when Adam committed high treason, Satan became the God of this world. He became the God of this world. And when sin came in, the results of sin came in also, which was sickness and disease, poverty, lack, and everything bad that came with the package deal. When man fell, when Adam fell. But Jesus came as a second Adam, hallelujah, to restore everything that the enemy has taken away hallelujah so we who are born again children of God we have the opportunity to resist the devil and he is to flee from us we are in spiritual battle we're taking the ground back that Adam gave up it's not always easy we've got to fight the good fight of faith but Jesus has overcome the devil hallelujah so you know accidents sickness Death of loved ones, storms, earthquakes, floods, so on and so forth. Well, you know, God, God did that. And, uh, you know, uh, the big thing is, why would a good God allow all of these things to happen? Why did He allow all the fire in Maui over, in you know, Hawaii? why? Why did He do that? No, He did not do that. We don't really know what the source of that fire is, but the devil was behind it. Because, Amen. Jesus came to heal. Amen. And to restore. In fact let's look at John chapter 10 verse 10 and 11. The Amplified Bible. The classic. It says the thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and destroy. But Jesus said I am come that they might have and enjoy life. Can you enjoy life when you're in pain and sickness? (laughs) Yeah. you, You can't enjoy life. And you've been there we've all had attacks of the enemy and when we're physically you know just a few weeks ago I was going through sciatic problems and it wasn't fun walking by faith amen the pain that you know intense pain and so on and so forth and uh, it wasn't God's will I say, oh, you know what did I do to deserve this God did I get mad at Pastor Judy and you put this on me? <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, you know, the enemy will throw everything at us. Come on. He'll throw everything at us to put condemnation, to keep us in that. Well, you don't pray enough. You don't read the Bible enough. You got mad at so and so. You did this. You did that. Listen, Jesus qualified you for healing. He qualified you for prosperity. Amen. And remember, it's not Jesus that put these things on you, but it's the devil that steals, kills, and destroys. Hallelujah. So let's read that again. The thief comes only. He comes only. He comes only in order to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I am come that they, us, may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows Jesus said I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd risks and lays down his own life for the sheep hallelujah the good shepherd Jesus took care of everything on the cross 2000 years ago and provided healing and we need to get a revelation of that on the inside of us. Hey, hallelujah. Uh, Colossians chapter 2. I love this portion of Scripture, the Passion Translation. Colossians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. It says that Jesus canceled out every legal violation we had on our record. Some of you had some, a pretty big record, Right? He canceled out every legal violation that we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Glory to God. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it. Glory to God. He pushed the delete button. Boom. Hallelujah. Praise God. He deleted he erased it our sins are stained soul, he deleted it and they cannot be retrieved how many of you have lost something on the computer and you've gotten haven't been able to get it back come on now hallelujah he did it praise God it's been deleted he deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved everything we once were in H- Adam Adam fell has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation whoo public display of cancellation then Jesus made a public spectacle of all of the powers and principalities of darkness stripping away from them every weapon And all of their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross. Jesus led them around as prisoners. In a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. But they were his. Hallelujah. Sickness. Disease. Poverty. Jesus took care of it for you and I, once and and for all, on the cross. And if we would get the revelation of that, hallelujah. One translation said he made an open show of them. He paraded them. (laughs) Glory to God. Praise the Lord. The enemy has been defeated he has been defeated and all of the stuff all of the junk all of the baggage that he tries to put on us as Christians sickness disease you name it Jesus canceled it he put it out of the way there's no condemnation he's paid the price hallelujah praise God total price. Amen. Paid in full. How many of you like it when a bill you get is stamped paid in full? Your healing has been paid in full. We've got to get to the place where we walk in that by revelation. We walk in that by revelation. Hallelujah. Now let's look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. And we taught on that not long ago Deuteronomy chapter 28. The curse of the law. Now I want to share, break down some things by a, a rabbi that actually listed the various things that's under the curse of the law, having to do with physical sickness and disease. This was put down by a rabbi, Rabbi Davis. Now, now look at this. This is the diseases that we've been redeemed from. We don't have to allow them in our bodies fevers. Do you remember what Jesus did to Peter's mother-in-law that had the fever? He rebuked it. He rebuked it. It's not God's will for you to have a fever. Well, you just know that comes with whatever you have. You're going to have it. No, it's under the curse. We've been redeemed. Inflammation. What's the cause of arthritis? Inflammation. The older we get, the more that we've got to attack that. Come on, we've got to attack it by the Word of God. Now, you know, they they have supplements. They have this and that 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 we can take to and eat right. And a lot of the stuff that we eat works on that and flames our body and so on and so forth. We need to learn how to eat healthy. And not many of us do. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. But there's no condemnation. Come on. Stroke is under the curse of the law. Now this was listed by a rabbi. Okay, so he knows, he understands the old covenant and what was listed in the curse of the law. Transmitted disease, COVID-19. Come on. Bacteria. Viruses, blemishes, blindness, hearing loss. Boy, there's a whole list here. Staph infections, the big C, cancer, tuberculosis, dysentery, diabetes, thyroid disorders. Pancreas disease, epilepsy, female disorders, gout, lameness, malaria, mental disorders, palsy, skin disorders, pneumonia, AIDS, and everything else that is not listed. (laughs) Hallelujah. Think about that. We've been redeemed from these. Things that attack our bodies. Well, why do they still? Because we allow it. We say, No, devil. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Jesus lives in me. And we fill ourselves up with the Word of God. Come on now. Hallelujah. See, the name of Jesus is more powerful than any sickness and any disease. Glory to God. Hallelujah thank you Lord hallelujah and I like Acts chapter 10 verse 38 it says and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth now Jesus did the will of the Father Jesus said whatever I hear the Father say I say whatever I see the Father do I do remember faith comes when the will of God is known so Jesus did the will of his Father when he was on the earth And in the book of Acts here it says and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost Holy Spirit and power then Jesus went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil for God was with him so we know the will of the Father Jesus would not come and work against his dad the will of God was for us to be redeemed and Jesus was going to go to the cross and here Jesus was fulfilling what he was set to fulfill amen and when he said it was finished on the cross then Colossians we read that hallelujah that the enemy was defeated sickness was defeated poverty was defeated but we've got to fill ourselves with the word of God amen Hallelujah! that's why Jesus left a commandment to whosoever will to all of us and we like this scripture don't we Mark chapter 16 glory to God Mark chapter 16 <clears throat> the will of God verse 17 through 18 and these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out demons They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's our order from headquarters. Jesus did it. The Bible says Jesus went about doing good and healing all of those who were oppressed of the devil. And now, before he left the earth, he gave the commission to his disciples, all of us, the followers of Christ. These signs will follow you who believe in my name. Sickness has got to bow at the name. Disease has got to bow at the name. Infirmities, whatever that is, that whole list that I read you that that rabbi wrote out in about Deuteronomy chapter 28 must bow at the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. It must bow at the name of Jesus. It does not have a choice. Well, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, you won't get it you've got to know that you know that you know when that name is spoken the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord that means cancer has to bow tuberculosis has to bow they're finding out now that there's cases of leprosy coming to the United States Well, that's another subject altogether, but it's under the curse. It's under the curse. Jesus healed the lepers. Amen. Amen. Let's look at Jesus' ministry, because if we look at Jesus' ministry, we'll know the will of the Father. Let's look at Matthew chapter 15 and verse 30. A vast crowd brought to him people who were lame, blind, crippled, those who couldn't speak, and many others. They laid them before Jesus, and he healed some of them. Some of the greatest healing evangelists of the past, some Wigglesworth, Amy Symbol McPherson, Gavin Kuhlman, a lot of them. They saw a day when that would happen again. But all will be healed. Jesus is not coming back for a sick and dilapidated church. He's he's coming back for a glorious church. Without spot or wrinkle, glory to God. An army of God that knows their rights and their authority. Amen. And that know how to move with the anointing and the power of God. Hallelujah. So it says, they brought to him people who were lame, blind, crippled, those who couldn't speak, and many others. They laid them before Jesus, and He healed them all. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. The crippled were made well. The lame were walking, and the blind could see again. And they praised the God of Israel. Hallelujah. The Bible tells me in Hebrews that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever amen he's the same yesterday praise god let's look at matthew chapter 8 matthew chapter 8 is an awesome chapter in verse 14 when jesus arrived at peter's house peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever but when jesus what touched her remember they lay hands on the sick and they shall recover when jesus touched her the fever what hung around, left her. Then she got up and prepared a meal. I mean, that was healing, right? Glory to God. Let me tell you, when they prepared a meal back then, it wasn't microwave. (laughs) It wasn't getting something out of the freezer or the refrigerator and we're going to have sandwich. They had to most of the time go kill an animal. (laughs) Come on, skin it, dress it. Do whatever they all, all those I mean, when they're talking to prepared a meal. It was a job. Amen? How many are glad you don't have to do that? We have a cow in the backyard, just a minute, I'll take care of it, we'll prepare the steaks. <sighs> Think about that, ladies, how easy you have it now. Come on, you go to the supermarket. <laughs> oh hallelujah here go by the golden arches glory to God (laughs) she got up and prepared a meal for him and that evening many demon possessed people were brought to Jesus he cast out the evil spirits with a simple command and healed all of the sick this fulfilled the word of the Lord to the prophet Isaiah who said he took our sicknesses and removed our diseases he took our sicknesses and removed our diseases and <clears throat> it was quoted from Isaiah 53 4 and 5 and this is the last portion of scripture I want to read tonight is out of the Amplified Bible because it's so powerful And, you know, the the religious people of the day always spiritualized this portion of Scripture. That Jesus meant spiritual healing. That Jesus took care of the spirit man on the cross 2,000 years ago. But when people really delved into this and they understood the Hebrew language, they understood that Jesus did a lot more than saved us. Amen. Glory to God. From our sin but he also healed our body and took care of everything else now let's read this in the Amplified Bible it says surely he has borne our griefs sicknesses weaknesses and distresses that's what that word means there surely he has borne our griefs the word grief there is translated sicknesses weakness and distresses he carried our sorrows and pains Say pains. Okay. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God as with leprosy. Now verse 17. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our guilt and our iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. And then Peter in 1 Peter 2:24 again says by his stripes ye were healed. And if we were healed, then I am healed. Glory to God. Praise God. See the healing anointing. And <clears throat> we've always waited for a certain feeling or a certain atmosphere <clears throat> and there's nothing wrong with that but remember this <laughs> peter and john at the gay beautiful did not have a choir behind them singing hallelujah peter said, come on let's let's all gather around and let's let's get in the spirit come on let, let's all You know, we're all saying, come by here. Kumbaya, my Lord. This man needs healing. Come by, you know. We all get everybody. No. Peter understood what he had. He said, silver and gold I do not have, but I have the name of Jesus. And remember, Jesus gave them the command. You will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. In my name, you'll cast out devils. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Peter just did what he knew. He had something on the inside of him. He understood that the anointing wasn't something that came down from the outside, but it was something on the inside. It was Christ in him. And he hadn't had that revelation, yet the Apostle Paul introduced us to that. Christ in us, the hope of glory. I have the healer on the inside of me. Hallelujah. But Peter had the name. And I think I shared this last week at the end of the service. When they all gathered around, they, they "Seeing the man walking, leaping, praising God in the temple. And everybody recognized him. And they were gathering around Peter and John. Peter spoke up and he said, Why look upon us that through our holiness and whatever that this man is Whole before you no it's not about us but it's faith in the name of Jesus glory to God that's made this man whole do you understand me if we would just get understand that the diseases that plague our bodies the sicknesses that it cannot stay when that name is spoken it's got to bow It's got to leave because Jesus took care of it on the cross 2,000 years ago. Amen. Amen. We've got to attack it, not approach it with the idea that, God, you're teaching me something through this illness. Even Jesus said, you who are earthly parents... (sighs) Think about that. How many of you as parents would beat your child with sickness and disease? Put cancer on them to teach them stuff. No. You who are evil know how to good, good get things for your... How much more will your Heavenly Father do good things for those that love Him? Hallelujah. And that's been thinking of the church as a whole, you know. When a person doesn't get healed, it's always an excuse... Man has to, we we all have to make an excuse why it didn't happen. When the Bible says it should happen. Amen? Remember, Jesus already qualified us. He qualified us. But the, you know, theologians said, you know, we don't see these anymore, you know. And they used the, the idea that, you know, after the apostles died all of these signs and wonders died with them. All of the gifts died with the early church. <laughs> we don't need them anymore because we have the Bible. Come on now. Hallelujah. And that's a whole theological problem. I mean it's, it's just crazy what man has come up with as an excuse are not seeing the power of God in our midst. Jesus is still the same. Hallelujah. And in fact if you read, and I don't have my Bible with me, if you read the first verse of the book of Acts (coughs) the apostle Paul begins there, or Luke rather, we understand that he wrote the book of Acts he talked to uh, Theophilus, he said all the things which Jesus begin both to do and teach. He began both to do and teach. He never did finish what he began to do and teach. But he left it to the disciples and the apostles and those who were to follow after him. Glory to God. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So God is not, I I did a whole teaching years ago on that, that, uh, that signs and wonders in the name of Jesus is a sign and a token to authenticate the gospel of Jesus Christ glory to God and so that scripture in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 where God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all of those who were oppressed of the devil that word there in the Greek is semion which is a token it authorizes it shows his authority he doesn't have to carry a credential that says he's ordained but the signs and wonders following praise God you see what I'm talking about we are the church blood bought Tongue speaking, Holy Spirit, church, we have the authority. Let's stop putting up with sickness and disease. All of those things which that rabbi listed under the curse, we are redeemed from. We are redeemed from. Let's lift up our hands and praise Him. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank You right now. God, that we have been purchased. Body, soul and spirit glory to God hallelujah and father we thank you for Jesus you gave us your name which is above every name hallelujah the demons tremble at that name we thank you Lord that cancers die at that name that sickness and disease bow at that name hallelujah there's nothing more powerful than the name of Jesus glory to God on the earth today praise God And it's been given to us who are born again, who are children of God. Hallelujah. And the anointing that we talk about, it's great to have an atmosphere and the glory, the cloud, whatever. You know, the greater one is on the inside of us. We need to release healing that's on the inside of us already. Praise the Lord. The greater one is on the inside. John G. Lake told that woman I talked about last week at the end of the service. She'd been prayed for by the other technicians, healing technicians. No results. He said, you go over, sit in that corner in that chair, and you think about Jesus being inside of you. You just think about that. Easy assignment. Just think about that. Jesus inside. He went over there and he said, Do you have it yet? Do you understand Jesus? He said, Not yet. I don't you just keep thinking about it. He goes over to her again and all of a sudden she's beaming. Just beaming. He said, I've got it. She said, I've got it. Jesus is in me. And if Jesus is in me, he's not sick. If Jesus is in me, he doesn't, he's not plagued with disease. If Jesus is in me, I don't have to receive it. I don't have to be that way, Judy. Do you have something
1: I need? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> I just wanted to share this. I, I I I copied this down this week, but back in the fifties there was a great healing revival, and it, it was like after that great healing revival took place, it was signs, wonders, and miracles. That's when word of faith be- came in, and people were taught that they can receive the healing by faith as well. And so, but I want to read, if any of you have ever studied some of the old healing evangelist, A.A. Allen, this this has been documented by many people. And I I just wanted to read what happened at one of the greatest healing services of that time. It was in 1959. And it says, during A.A. Allen's healing revival in Birmingham, Alabama, a mother from Knoxville brought her son for prayer. David was almost three years old and had been called the most underdeveloped boy ever born in Tennessee. He was paralyzed on his right side, blind in one eye, deaf and mute. He couldn't even crawl because his limbs were like twisted sticks and his feet were deformed. All total, he had 26 major diseases or defects in his body. His mother had been told by one doctor, only God can help your boy now. David's mother took that statement literally. When she heard that Allen would be holding meetings in Birmingham, Alabama, she knew she had to get there. As a single mother in 1959 with a special needs child, this was no small task. Although it cost her all she had, she drove the 250 miles alone with her boy to get him to the revival. The great physician did not disappoint. What happened? What happened at that meeting in Birmingham is called the greatest miracle of A.A. Allen's ministry. As Allen held the boy in his arms and wept over him, suddenly two bright blue pupils appeared where once there was only the milky gray of blindness. The boy's limbs began to morph like putty into the correct shape. His tongue, which had hung out of his mouth limply before, snapped inside of his mouth, and he began to call out his first words, Mama, Mama. And when he caught sight of her, he took his first steps to go embrace his mother and he was completely healed. However, the Lord did not end there. God wasn't gonna leave anything unfinished. The tent that night was full of people with significant needs. Spontaneously, with no one praying for them, every person in a wheelchair stood up altogether, totally healed. Every person in a stretcher got up the same way, People began running to the front so they could throw their hearing aids on the altar. Then came the glasses. Then came the walking sticks for the blind. This is documented. Every single person was healed as the glory of God rested under that tent that night. That's what we're expecting. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Come on. That's something to shout about, people. Come on. Stand up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah that's going to be seen in these last days last move of God in revival praise the Lord and, and, and you know I feel this is fitting do you want to come and read this prophecy you just so, do so good at reading prophecy I found this in the office I have folders in there and this was from March 18 1987 amen Yeah, you can come up here You probably see better in the light and 1987—that's uh, a—we were young back then, right? Do you, do you know who gave us this? I believe Shavia did that, and I believe that this is the prophecy that I read when I was ready to quit in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. The
1: joy of the Lord broke out.
0: Yeah, I said uh, we're going to receive the rejoicing. He and said, the joy. "If it's
1: ever going to happen, it's going to happen now." It says, those things which I have spoken in days past shall come to pass shortly. But know this, there must be a time of intense preparation for my spirit to move the way he desires to move in these last days in your midst. You desire the glory, you desire signs and wonders, you desire a demonstration of my spirit that you have read about in my word. But know this, my children, it is coming. I'm not slack concerning my promise, it is coming. The time of refreshing that I have spoken to you about is here upon you. You are moving into a new phase in this church and in this body, saith the Spirit of God. And before the miraculous, there will be a time of refreshing that settles in. Yes, it will settle in as a fog does. It will be thick. It will be a type of refreshing that will refresh you clear to your bones, saith the Spirit of God. A revival of joyfulness. <laughs> a revival of peace, saith the Lord. Then as you stay and dwell in my divine presence, you'll begin to move in. It will start slowly at first, but you'll begin to move into that miracle power because in my presence there is that miracle power. Nothing is impossible under me, saith the Lord. You'll see those things that I have spoken to you by my spirit, but know this, you are entering into a new phase in these days. Enter in boldly, enter in boldly, enter in with the arms wide open, Receive all that I have for you. Don't quench my spirit. Enter in praise. Enter in worship. Enter in prayer and preparation. Walk holy before me, and yes, you shall see the rejoicing of the Lord in your midst, saith the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: And it was... Yeah.
0: yeah, God moved, and the devil tried to steal from us with our daughter and so on and so forth
1: you you know you get a lot of times God you know is moving and speaking and even when you read the Bible even when he told Moses what to do like take my take my people and then there's the Red Sea in front of them and then they don't have any food and there's always these things well that prophecy was given in March 1987 the joy of the Lord things begin to break out in our church and um that was the year that we had the worst financial crisis, and we lost our house, and our daughter was born. It was like the devil came in, and we were ready to quit. If we didn't go to Texas and go to John Osteen's church, we wouldn't be here today. But but, and by the grace of God, we're here, and we're going to see those. We're going to see this prophecy Amen. come to pass. Amen.
0: And you've heard that story that I don't know how a copy of this got on. In fact, I think it was a handwritten copy of the prophecy that I was ready to leave. I'd walked off. Pastor Judy and Linda tried to keep the service going. I don't know how you what you were trying to do, <laughs> but they they were moving on with the service. I just walk. I just can you imagine? Pastor just walk off. I just walked off. I just. <laughs> You know, I do. I'm done. I'm done. I walked back in the side room where there's a lot of music stands, those black music stands, and there was a prophetic utterance, and it talked about refreshing, hallelujah, a revival of joyfulness that God had promised. And all of a sudden, something rose up on the inside of me. that said I demand it now we demand it now and I came out of that side room interrupted their service and that's when the joy began to man and that was before Rodney Howard Brown came on the scene uh, Joe Moore <laughs> I mean, he just was rolling all over the floor got filled with the Holy Ghost this is on a Sunday morning <laughs> hallelujah but we need to be that dogmatic about signs, wonders, and miracles. Now is the time, folks. Come on. We will not be denied. We will not be denied. So if you need prayer, I want you to come up here right now. Hallelujah. Did you want to say something?
1: Let's say something because we you know God has many we God's not done with ways that He's gonna move, but when that happened, we never heard that. And when when this broke out, there was nobody, nobody had had, had any joy uh, manifestations in their churches. Uh, some of you remember Vicki James. she wasn't even on the on the land. Not, nobody. We'd never even seen it. And from that point on, every service, it just started breaking out, and people people would start laughing, and the joy would break out, and and people were ministered to, and he would minister. And we could hardly preach on Sunday morning. Yeah,
0: we'd get drunk reading the Word.
1: And and then I said, I finally said, honey, we got to teach the Word. I I don't know what's going. Is this even real? Because we didn't know there was no computer, there was no internet, there was no iPhones. We were like, we're kind of like out there on our own, and this and this was happening, you know. And so we 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 kind of like step back and started teaching the word and then it came back when Vicky jameson yep, and yep. rodney howard leave. brown and everybody yep. else it was just amazing and we were like wow god did it with us you know as far as we know first we don't know how many other churches were touched but you couldn't see them on the internet or anything back then
0: amen it, it was a supernatural move of god and god is still moving in that dimension he wants his church to be a glorious church a happy church a happy church a drunk church, but a healed church.
1: Glory!